But I tell you what, speaking of great traditional country music, don't we miss Joe Diffie already, man? Oh, you ain't kidding. We've been talking a lot about Joe lately over the past few weeks. Everybody I've had on, you know, I've had tell me a story about Joe or something like that. And it's been a terrible year for music lovers with legends passing away. Kenny Rogers, Joe, John Prine. Oh, okay. It's been tough. And that and that brings us back to what we were talking about. John Prine. Oh my God, who and and I will be you know, I'll be curious to see over the next couple of decades who's the next John Prine. Oh my God. Will we get another John Prine? Just unbelievable. Um man, somebody better figure out how to keep Willie propped up. <laughs> <laughs> and he's another one one of the best songwriters ever and, and legends and and I will, you know, when we get back to normal and getting back to uh, to being able to uh, uh, see concerts again, you know, any of our legends that are still with us, I learned that the hard way. You know, if you're thinking about going to see Loretta or Willie or, you know, just any of our legends, you you just got to you got to you got to support them while they're still having the, the you know the strength and the and the you know the vigor and the desire to get out there and perform for people cuz you don't get to keep them forever. It's good advice and I'm sure coming up around about the same time Joe did you you probably played a lot with him. Oh gosh, we played so many state fairs together. It's not yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> he was always great. Great songs. He, he picked really good material. He was a heck of a singer. Yeah, we just had a little tribute show to Joe a couple weeks ago. So you also keep bringing up Lori Morgan. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I actually I didn't know Lori for the whole time that I mean for most of my career I did not know Lori very well. Really? No, we did a brief tour uh, together. We did a, a a little run in the mid nineties, but. Um, she actually came out at radio just a little before me. But then we got to be friends because that tour, it was called the Grits and Glamour Tour. And we still do the occasional date, but we we uh, we toured uh, off and on together for about eight or nine years. And then I've really loved, um, yeah, the Chicks with Hits Tour is, is myself, Terry Clark, um, and Susie Bogus, And what great what great ladies they are. And, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of been a fun thing of the last few years, uh, few years of my touring life. Cause when I first started out, you tend to be the only woman on a bill. You know what I mean? Like it'd be all the guys, the be the male headliner. And then there'll be a couple bands and then you'd be the, you know, I said the token chick. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, rarely, you know, not not many women headliners, uh, hardly ever packaged more than one female on a show, on a concert bill, very rarely. So we didn't really get to tour together. And so it's been so much fun getting to tour with other women. And, you know, I always say, you know, rolling down the road on the in the tour bus, it's like a rolling slumber party. <laughs> And uh, it's just been something different and, and a lot of fun. And then to get to compare notes with other women on what 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 it's been like for them, because it's a um, and Lori will talk a lot about this how it's really different. I think being a woman in show business, you know, because everybody knows sometimes women juggle a little bit more 
than than the guys do. I don't know why that is. There's still somehow a little bit of a definition of, I mean, uh, the division of labor sometimes. No offense, present company. I'm sure you do all the housework. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but, but well, they say that men are really compa- good at compartmentalizing. And when a woman goes on the road, she's worried about, Who's, you know, who's going to, you know, if the kids aren't with her, how's that all being handled? You're orchestrating all that from the road. You're worried about all the, you know, did the dishwasher get fixed this weekend? <laughs> you know, this week, did just, you know, did Jimmy get his all his homework assignments turned in? Just, it, it, I had, it's really hard to shut that off. So, uh, anyway, uh, it's been interesting talking to other women about how they've dealt with that. Yeah, that's a dynamic, Pam, honestly, that I, I never even considered how it would be or could be more difficult for, for women on the road than men because of what you just said, that motherly instinct that kicks in and all that. I, I never thought of that. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, not every I, – I, sometimes I'll see articles and, you know, the stars that do well enough to have an entourage and, a, you know – there's a separate bus for the family, and there's a nursery in the separate bus, and you're like, what? I didn't have any of that. <laughs> if, if, if you're not at the tip, tip, top, it can be really hard to tr- to travel like that with, with kids. So, for anyway. sure. Who else from your time period, Pam, did you did you really enjoy hearing from? Oh, from the 90s. Um, well, I mentioned Chapin, and um, Kathy Matea has gotten to be a good friend. She was doing some neat stuff. Um uh, Dwight Yoakam uh, was a favorite of mine. Yeah. And, um, well, Kenny Rogers was still having hits in the 90s, so you mentioned Kenny. Yeah. Uh, of course, Alan Jackson, talk about a songwriter. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Great, great, unbelievable song. Like, his body of work, I can't believe he wrote all those songs. If you go back through it, it, it really a, a, a singular talent. Uh, of course, Vince Gill is... Uh, was always one of my favorites whenever I get to work with Vince. They were all great. Brooks and Dunn, those, the, mm-hmm. Brooks and Dunn were on my label. So I got to know them a, a little bit. And I'd known Kicks. We'd actually written together before either one of us had anything going. Um, and, you know, we were just staff songwriters. And then he, you know, joined up with Ronnie and the rest is history. But there's so much great music. I was coming of age in the 90s, so I was lucky enough to turn on the radio and, and I was able to hear all of them. You know, it, that's why that's why I started this show is because I just feel like that has not been matched certainly since so many great artists came out of that time period, yourself included. Thank you. Yeah, and fortunate it's fortunate for us the uh, the music it, it it is holding up. You know, it's it doesn't feel dated. It, it still feels uh, yeah. still feels like you can go out there and, and be proud of what you're doing and not just feel like a nostalgia act. You know, it still seems really valid and relevant. That's a good thing. I would agree with that 100%. And then circling back to your music, Pam, what was your favorite song that you ever did? I, I asked that to every artist who comes on with me. So now it's your turn. Um, I really am not sure that I have a, a favorite per but I am so thankful that I found the song Maybe It Was Memphis. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's my favorite too. (laughs) Good deal. (laughs) What was it about that one that made it so popular though? I mean, you you could still turn on the radio and hear that from time to time. And of Um, course, on my show, you're going to hear it. So Part of it was the timing. 
and there was a kind of a uh, Garth Brooks had just had a uh, oh there's another one of my favorites uh, Garth Brooks had just had um, uh, remember the song Shameless oh yeah and how big it was and it was almost like a rock anthem kind of country but rock and and so that was out there and it, there was a that was a sound that was just radio friendly at that time and it's just a real passionate song and and uh, uh, a song that people could see in their minds when when you heard the lyric you know and and so it just uh, it just worked and something about when memphis is mentioned in a song it seems to turn people's heads there was a lot of songs about memphis there still are it's, it's something about memphis right <laughs> yeah it just has a good ring to it yeah yeah so and a lot of good music of course came out of memphis and still does as well um, Pam, I really appreciate you coming on the show with us tonight, and it's it's been such a pleasure catching up with you. Was there anything else that you had in mind or wanted to say before we let you go? No, just thank you for mentioning the new album, and uh, it goes on sale April 24th. You can stream it all over the place, you know, all the places where people stream music. And um, my heart goes out to all the people in your area that may be listening that are doing what they can to help other people at this time, you know, that's um, so challenging, all the healthcare workers and all the, all the people on the front lines and, you know, just really, um, we just, I just send my love to your listeners and I can't wait to see, you know, get, get back out on the road and see everybody again and do what we love to do. Well, you've got tons and tons of fans here in Southeast Missouri, Southern Illinois, Western Kentucky who are listening to this, and that love is going right back to you. And by the way, those listeners can get onto pamtillis.com for information on touring schedule once touring gets back on track. Pam's also got a Facebook page. And again, the new album, April 24th. You can get that wherever you download music as well. Looking for a feeling. Pam Tillis, our guest tonight. Pam, thanks again. Thank you, Glenn. Take care.